there in podcast land, and welcome back to Spoilers, the movie review show on the Brat Pack Podcast Network, where we take a look at a bad movie and we rip it apart. I'm your host, Hollywood, joined by my regular co-host, Adam. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. No Maestro today. He'll be in next week. Today, we are watching a movie requested by Sea Salt, our Australian listener. Yeah. We found that he was Australian through an email. That's right. That's why he's uh, reviewed and post on our iTunes, but yeah. hopefully it still counts. Which I said a few weeks ago. I you said did. I, I did read somewhere that yeah. the, it's being a, being a foreigner. I, I keep wanting to say foreigner. Yeah, I believe you called him dirty foreigner. Yeah. I think that's how it works. Being out of country, <laughs> out of the U.S., your stuff can't be seen. But uh, Sea Salt wanted us to do the Daredevil director's cut. Which is different than the theatrical yeah. cut. Oh, one more thing. Sea uh, Salt wrote in after uh, listening to Cabin in the Woods. Oh, okay. And uh, he, had, he had something to say about it. Uh, he said that the cabin from the Cabin in the Woods was based on Evil Dead. You guys were making a fuss about that at the beginning. The rest of the email is the blah, blah, blah. Okay. That's from a different thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's the same look as the Evil Dead Sea Salt. But what I was saying was this movie explains every horror movie. Yeah. So it did pay homage to the Evil Dead. Just okay. like how the guy with the saws in his head paid homage to Pinhead and right. so on and so forth. Okay. So, back to this movie. T- today we are listening what we watched, and you will be listening to our review of 2003's Daredevil, the director's, director's cut. cut. Director's yes. Cut. Director's Cut. I looked up online what the big differences were. I'll get to that in the end. Pretty much the director's cut adds 30 more minutes to the theatrical cut. All right. So the director's cut, it clocks in a little over two hours. This movie was directed by Mark Steven Johnson, making his return to spoilers. All right. He directed Grudge Match, the St- uh, Stallone nice. De Niro okay. boxing match. Ben Affleck's making his return. Right. Reindeer Games. Reindeer Games. Jennifer Garner, Mrs. Ben Affleck, her spoiler debut. Colin Farrell, who's been in a lot of shitty movies, his spoiler debut. Yeah. Michael Clark Duncan, John Favreau, who would later go on and direct Iron Man. Right. So this was his first Marvel property yeah. also the guy from seven the uh the, the little the lust the, the lust victim. yes well she was the victim but he was the guy who had the thing strapped on right yeah. the uh oh man he made me watch yeah he made he, me do it he made oh me, there you go he made me he do made it. me all right yeah that guy uh let me hit you a brief synopsis before i jump into the show a man blinded by toxic waste which also enhanced his remaining senses fights crime as an acrobatic martial arts superhero so <laughs> adam did you watch this movie in theaters uh I don't think it was in theaters, but it was but pretty you saw, soon. You've seen it before. Yeah, I've seen it relatively close to when it came out. Okay. I, like within the first year, maybe as soon as it came out on tape or something. Okay. Uh, I, I think I, I was all... Tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's how, how it, yeah, this it, movie Possibly, is. it could have been tape. It, yeah. it very well could have been. I still, I still had VHSs when I was like 19 or 20. Yeah. Yeah, could have been. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, my, my whole college was based on VHS tapes. <laughs> I, I didn't buy cable when I was in college, so I just buy, I'd go on eBay and buy bulk VHS things, like 30 movies at a time for like 20 bucks. Like, yeah. And I just watch a bunch of really bad movies. Just random movies? Yeah. Well, I, I made sure there was at least four titles that I would like to okay. make it worth my 20 bucks. Okay. And like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll watch these other 16 movies just so I can get that four. Okay. And, uh, yeah, it was decent. Okay. Wow. That's... So, where would you get them on bulk? Online? Yeah, eBay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah they, right. they, they, they'd be called eBay. Lots. Movie Lots. Oh. Yeah. yeah, they have that for comic books now. Is comic that right? book lots. You can buy 30 random comic books for like 20 bucks or something. Oh, they don't, give, they don't tell you what they are at all? They just say... You get mainly DC, mainly Marvel, maybe a couple Image, a oh, couple okay. Wildstorm, but it's mainly the big two. Interesting. DC and Marvel. Speaking of Marvel, this is a Marvel movie. Yeah. Which is not in the Marvel canon of the the movies that are in theaters now, Iron Man, Captain America, The Avengers. That's mm-hmm. considered the Marvel Cinematic Universe or the MCU. Okay. This movie is not a part of it. Anything pre-Iron Man does not fall in their universe. 
Interesting. So Blade, Daredevil, The Punisher. But huh. the Daredevil TV show on Netflix does fall into the canon. Oh, that really? It is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Ooh. That's why in the show when they keep referencing the incident, yeah. that was when the uh, Avengers had to fight the aliens and all of New York was destroyed. Oh, okay. That's what they're referring to. Interesting. So the show is part of canon in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. How do you think Ben Affleck feels about that? Like, <laughs> Dude, he's Batman now. I, don't <laughs> I guess that's true. Who cares? He's like, I, I got a job that Christian Bale, Bruce, uh, I was going to say Bruce Wayne got the job, <laughs> Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George, George Clooney. Clooney. There's only been five of us. Adam West. Adam West. There's only been six of us, yeah. and I'm the sixth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was this was Ben Affleck like kind of right in the wave of becoming popular. Yeah, he got really. I would say Armageddon was when he got really big. Right, Good well, hunting got noticed. You know why he got big in Armageddon? Because he got the Bruce Willis bump. So. Oh shit, dude! <laughs> I, I remember a couple episodes ago we talked about movies where Bruce Willis died, and we just said, "Oh yeah, uh, Planet Terror, uh, Death Becomes Her, Billy Bathgate." We, I brought up, and we forgot his Armageddon. He sacrificed oh, himself yes. to save the world. The most honorable death of all deaths. Yes. Now it's your turn to raise my little girl. Yeah. No. Ben yeah. Affleck's like, no. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, ben Affleck. Man. I got really misty when that part yeah. happened. I was super misty. The one thing I never noticed about this movie was that they had to color his hair red to Ooh. make Ben Affleck's hair is colored red. Oh, is it? Yeah. They dyed it red because in the comic books, Matt Murdock's hair is red and in the netflix tv show his hair is not really that red no it's black i thought yeah but for i didn't some... notice his hair being red yeah. i thought it was brown yeah no it's, light brown it's supposed to be red huh some some scenes it looks brownish reddish blackish okay i feel like it changes in every scene all right but ben affleck man i like him he's one of my guys yeah i when they when i found out he was batman I was like, yeah, he's going to kill it. Okay. Everybody went back to this movie. Oh, did you watch fucking Daredevil? (laughs) I'm like, nah, man, this is going to be awesome. I don't know. I I have a problem with the way blind people act in movies. Okay. Because it it just, to me, it seems like obviously they're trying to look like they're not looking at anything. Yeah. Whereas if you're blind, I think it's just your eyes go wherever they want to go. That's true. I, I, I was I, I would assume I'm not blind, nor do I have a lot of close blind friends. Uh-huh. But I would assume that they are still looking around. Their eyes are still shifting around their head. Yeah, just out of like re- instinct or reflex or something. But yeah, human instinct. Yeah, because but, but Matt Murdock, he's or Ben Affleck. This movie, he's just kind of like he's like staring a little bit up whenever he takes his mask off. Like, uh, it hurts because I'm blind. It's, it's, it's like <laughs> it's the vibe yeah. I feel like he's trying to give, and I'm like, I don't buy that. Okay. We're going to reference a lot of the Netflix show. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the Netflix show, we're going to spoil that show. Oh, ooh. Risky. Double spoilers. Double spoilers. Yeah. (laughs) For this movie and for the Netflix show. So uh, movie opens. He Daredevil falls into a church. Priest takes the mask off. He sees it's Matt Murdock. And then they go into the uh, Goodfellas voiceover. Right. Where he explains his origin. As far back as I can remember. I always wanted to be a a superhero. superhero. (laughs) I've always wanted to be a lawyer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Origin's pretty much the same, just different location. Okay. In this movie, it's... uh, Detroit, right? No, no. It's still Hell's Kitchen. It's just at a shipping yard. Okay. Whereas in the TV show and the comic book, which is faithful to the... The show is very faithful to the comic book. It happens on the street where Matt Murdock pushes an old man to safety. Oh, which right, right. Proves the point that he was a hero from the get go. Right. Yeah. And, and opposed to this version where he's he's being he's cowardly, running away from things. Running away. He, he goes. He finds his dad. Like, oh, you're you're a gangster, and then he runs away, yeah. scared. 
and then uh, forklift punctures a, yes. a drum. And it hits him straight in the eye. Yeah. That, I have so many problems with that, yeah. just alone. Uh-huh. That is super precise acid, or whatever it is, uh-huh. where it got just his eyeballs. And, and it didn't melt his face. Nothing else. Just, just as, I mean, at least in this, in this, in the movie version, uh-huh. there's, there's some scarring uh-huh. a little bit. But even that's like, stupid. What the? I, I, guess, I guess in the TV show, there's no scarring. So it's like, all right, I guess it could affect the eyes without burning his skin. Yeah. It was, it was strong enough to melt the retinas, but not anything else. And strong enough to give you superpowers. Right. Yeah. But in this one, it's like, okay, it burned the outside. Just like, like you were crying too hard, this acid out of your eyes. Yeah. Great. So it didn't get on your nose at mm-hmm. all, a little bit of the forehead. No. Yeah. What kind of crazy acid? Another thing about this. I mentioned his hands. Oh, you, yeah. fi- you figure you got to go gra- grab your face, so his hands should be all melty too. No. See, yeah, no. I don't. I don't believe this. This gamma radiation. Uh-huh. However, yeah. Uh huh. However, in the in the TV show, you said it was more true to the thing, and I, I was waiting for it. When the when I was waiting for them to pan to a sewer to see the ooze, the canister floating into the sewer, because there's been speculation or in the or myths or whatever rumors that Daredevil and Ninja Turtles got their start at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Where it was, it was that ooze the the got into Daredevil's eyes. The same ooze that crept into the sewer, because when Matt Murdock pushed that old guy out of the way to save his life, he also hit some other kid named Chet Manley, a little bit of trivia, who was carrying a <laughs> tank full of turtles that got dropped into the sewer. Ooze got to the sewer, and then that's how the Ninja Turtles started. So I was Alleg- waiting for that. I was allegedly, hoping. allegedly, allegedly, because they do take place in different universes, right? Um, AJ Soprano's in this. Okay, he's punking Matt Murdock before the accident, right? And he's like, "Hey, your dad, your dad's a bob enforcer. You suck." The, the, the worst. That, what kind of punking is that? To go after to go after a kid whose dad, if this, if if this is in fact true, I mean, Matt Murdock's like, no, it's, it's all not. speculation. This yeah, point. we find out later that he is. If that is in fact true, you're gonna go, you're gonna try to mess with the son of an enforcer for somebody that pretty much runs Hell's Kitchen. Yes. Real bad move. Stupid, stupid kids. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it doesn't seem that insulting. Oh, your dad's a big deal in the crime world. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, reason not to be talking shit. Yeah. But that's just me. Dude, I didn't realize how young AJ Soprano looked in this. Because I was like, oh, yeah, this is 2003. Soprano started like in 99, 2000. Okay. So he still looks young. Right. But, man, I was like, that threw me for a loop. Because the last time I saw him was in the Sopranos finale when he's already, you know, okay. grown up. So that threw me kind of for hmm. a loop. Yeah, it, it was it was weird. It, was, it put me off. It took a while to to click. Like, what's uh-huh. it, what, hold on, something's happening here. Oh shit! Does that mean AJ Soprano, his dad is an enforcer too? Oh, so that uh, the devil Jack Murdoch is gonna take on Tony Soprano one on one boxing match if he's alive. It, yeah, yeah, that's true. If if <laughs> did he, did he died at the end of Sopranos, I don't know. <laughs> I there was. There was a guy in the restaurant who was seen in previous episodes who yeah. was like a hitman. I don't know, dude. Yeah. I just remember I watched that finale live. Oh, did you? And I thought something happened to my, my cable. Oh, right. <laughs> I was like, what the hell happened? Yeah. You're sitting the TV. Come on. What the fuck? Yeah. And then it said, you know, David E. Kelly. Not David E. Kelly. Whoever created The Sopranos. Yeah. I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> Couldn't end cool like Breaking Bad. Speaking of Breaking Bad, Yo. the grandpa, the uncle, the ding, 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 yeah. ding, he's the mob boss. Absolutely. Who, who Jack Murdoch works for. Yeah. And just like the TV show, he tells him, you got to throw this fight because I got a lot of money riding on the other guy. Mm-hmm. You see, you see what's, what's weird about that is I feel like because of Breaking Bad, he seems much more of a badass to me than ever before. Oh, okay. So if I see him in a movie now, I'll be like, oh, he's bad. Before that, we're just like, 
casting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't think he's ever been a good guy. No, no, no. I don't in think I've, seen him, I've ever no. seen him in. Yeah, but seeing him now is like, oh yeah, all right, yeah, here we go. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and Gustavo's like, no, yeah. <laughs> so of course Jack Murdoch doesn't throw the fight. He tries to win. Yeah, and uh, there, um, Matt Murdoch, he's learning how to adapt to his powers, and it's the very same scene because they came out a year apart. This was 2003. Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire was 2002. Okay. The montage scene where he learns how to discover his powers. Yeah. Do you remember in Spider-Man? It's the go web go. Yeah. He's in the rocker. Playing, and yeah. And he's playing with the powers. And this one, he's, he's, uh, learning how to use his sonar ability. So yeah. He slides down the pipe into the, the thing of boxes. The sonar, by the way. Yes. Amazing. Very good. How they interpreted it in this. Yeah. The way they depict better it. Better than the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're better than the show. Yeah. Cause you sure. can actually see, you know, shapes and outlines of of buildings and doors and I, I don't know about i don't remember in the comic if he can see outside of past a wall because hmm. when he first has a sonar he hears a truck from the outside of the hospital room and oh, he right. sees like a truck moving and i was like oh i don't remember i don't think he can look through walls but whatever hmm. I, I mean i i accept it interesting maybe that's just imagination filling in what the truck looks like oh that's true i can hear the truck then it's, it's a truck happening yeah maybe it's no, not but accurate he should to be able it, to see yeah because when know. he hits the the pole, right, and he adds the thing, yeah. But how much of that could be is him filling in the gaps? Oh, that's true. Because he mm. used to be able to see, right. So he knows what a truck looks exactly. like. Exactly. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Stan Lee makes his cameo in this. Yeah, just like every other Marvel movie. He's yeah. about to cross the street and he stops him with his uh, walking <laughs> stick. Yeah, that's fun. And Stan I, Lee's like, "Huh?" It's always fun for me to see him. Like, "Oh, there he is! There it is!" Because yeah. I was always looking for the cameo. Yeah, I, I forgot this was a Stan Lee movie. Uh, or a Marvel movie at all, even yeah. until I was like, oh yeah, I forgot this is Marvel. That's true. Yeah. He created Daredevil in the '60s. Oh wow! When he had a yellow costume, Daredevil's first what? costume was yellow. Yeah. Oh, because he can't see. He doesn't have a good no, style it's, fashion. No, it's, <laughs> I forgot why they changed it to red. But at some point, it becomes red. Well, because Devil it makes sense to be yeah, red. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> One thing I hate about these early superhero movies, which I'm glad they changed, um, was Jack Murdoch. He gets punked in the alley because he did not throw the fight. And the uncle from Breaking Bad, his limo rolls up. And you see someone who's very large get out of the car yeah. because the car vroom, yes. gets up. And one punch kills Jack Murdoch. You yeah. just see a glove. And then you see a red rose thrown on his chest. Yeah. We find out later on that's the kingpin. Right. Now, I don't like when they make the main bad guy the source of their frustration. Like in Batman. Jack, oh. Joker did not kill Batman's parents, but oh, they right. twist they they filmed it that way to make it look like he did. So in this one, the Kingpin did not kill his dad. It was just mob hit hitmen, right? Like and, the show. And even if it was Kingpin, this this was Kingpin twenty years prior. Yeah, he's still uh, just an enforcer himself, right? But he's still that big giant fat dude. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like younger Kingpin wouldn't have been that big and fat to make the car move that much. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe that's me just nitpicking. Well, he's always been big. Oh, yeah? But he was never, like, in the comics, he was never, like, a thug or an enforcer. He okay. was always just, like, a businessman hmm. who eventually comes to power. And okay. Another thing I don't like is now Matt Murdock is an adult, and he's a lawyer, and he's going out as Daredevil. I hate how they mention the Kingpin so early on. That's what I loved about the show was the King. you don't hear anything about the Kingpin yeah. until the, when he's introduced in the third episode. And you know what? I didn't even – this is going to make me sound stupid, but I didn't even make the connection between Fisk and the Kingpin oh. 
until okay. mo- it's like maybe episode six or seven. Oh, even. okay. I was like, this, why are they showing this guy? It's kind of weird. We don't speak his name. Yeah, well, well, because and I think part of it because he wasn't black. <laughs> and, and, oh, because you saw this. <laughs> yes. Oh, because I I never read the comics, so I'm waiting for a, a big <laughs> black man. <Yes. laughs> yeah, that's all I know about Daredevil. Is this plus there was like one or two episodes of uh or issues of of Deadpool where they teamed up. That's all, that's my only exposure to Daredevil up to this point. Okay. Inter- <laughs> fucking comic book fans lost their shit, dude, when they found out Michael Clark Duncan was Kingpin. You can't cast a black guy to play the Kingpin. Oh, that right? And now, like, twelve years later, it's uh, Michael B. Jordan is the Human Torch. Oh, I, yes, I've heard about that. Yeah. Meh. So Favre's in this. He's Foggy Nelson, as opposed to the Foggy Nelson in the show, who was the uh, who was the uh, the guy from Can't Hardly Wait, the guy in the Friend Zone. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't hardly wait, man. That was my favorite high school movie of all time. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Interesting. Also, my first uh, crush of all time. A celebrity crush. Oh, the... Jennifer the, Love Hewitt. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. That was a Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, oh, was... did I say can't hardly wait? Yes. I meant she's all that. Oh. Sorry. I don't know. It's <laughs> all, it's all, it all comes together. Yeah. They're, anyway, can't hardly wait's amazing. They're all they're all in the same movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, they're defending... Uh, they're, they're he, just like the show, Foggy's all about getting clients who want have money, who have money, yeah. who have money. And you find out later on that their clients pay them with like meatballs and yeah. like sporting equipment. Well, for, for, the first time you see them in a courtroom, they're they're up against this this really creepy guy that had I guess raped a chick. Uh huh. And this is when you you get clued into Matt Murdock's additional powers where he can sense the heartbeat. You can tell oh, if you're telling the truth. or Yeah. Not. Well, they, they they don't explain it in the movie like they do in the TV show. Where he's like he's listening to your heart and mm-hmm. it's like like that that well anyway they don't explain it that well yeah so this is when he's like all right that guy's that guy's guilty but they found him innocent because the kingpin paid off somebody to recount their blah 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 so kingpin's a bad guy yeah and they do mention him early on which I yeah. do have a big problem right with. um <laughs> so uh, is Daredevil a vampire because he comes out of this I get I'm guessing it's Epsom salt that he pours in there because remember he had yeah. looks like salt right he. This like giant metal tomb opens, and Matt Murdock just oh, he comes <laughs> out of like a thing of water, like he's dra- like he's Dracula. Yeah. Well, see, the, the, what, I was like, what? Here, here's the the way I na- rationalize it in my head back then, and even even to this day, I'll I'll, I'll buy this premise mm-hmm. to myself. Deprivation tank, uh, where once you go in there, you can't hear the outside world. Oh, because of his senses. Yeah, because so th- he goes in there to just like escape to not hear everything happening all around him. Okay. At the same time, those salts probably help him heal faster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or so there's something to do with his regenerative properties or something. Mm-hmm. So he's to get away and also to heal is when he goes is why he goes in there. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So the uh, he dresses up as Daredevil and he goes out and fights crime and he's targeting that guy who he uh, yeah who, just, who was in court right the guy that got innocent because of the Kingpin's peoples yeah because of the manipulation and everything yeah. And dude, he ch- chases him into a bar, and this bar sequence was pretty dark. This was pretty <laughs> much a scene from the Daredevil TV show, yeah, where the pool table goes on fire and they're shooting at him. You see his sonar going off, and he's just fucking hitting guys left and right with right. a stick. That was it, was it was a great scene as far as the fighting goes. Yeah, uh, unnecessary uh, in, in my opinion. As far as you want to kill this guy, fine. Wait for him to leave the bar <laughs> on, on the way to his car. Just uh-huh. one good hit over the head, and you're you're done with it. Yeah. Instead. He perches up in like in the, in the rafters of the bar yeah. until he's noticed, and people are like, "Who's that? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> he's just, he's just is there. that guy for real? Yeah, I think he is." And then, 
then he just goes off and he starts fighting, and everybody in the bar starts fighting against him also. Yeah. Which I find weird. Yeah. Also, like, if some guy in the rafter just comes down and starts doing crazy things, I'm out of there. I'm not sticking around. Yeah. At this point, Daredevil is still sort of like a, a, a rumor. Right. Because Ben Yurt, the newspaper man, writes about him. All the cops are like, oh, you're Daredevil guy. Yeah. You're, I don't, who knows if he's even real? So at this point, he's still <laughs> sort of like an urban legend. Yeah. At this point. Because I don't think Spider-Man or any other hero exists in this universe, in the Daredevil movie universe. Okay. I think it's just him. All right. First superhero of all time? Yeah. I think in this world, he's the only superhero. Okay. The, uh, Electra, if you count her as a hero, yeah. she's sort of an anti-hero. Yeah. And he straight up lets a guy die, dude. He chases him down in the train, yeah. in the subway tunnels, and the guy falls on the tracks, and he just leaves him there. He goes, hey, you see that white light? Yeah. That's not heaven. <laughs> That's the D train coming your way. And the yeah. guy's like, no. I'm like, holy shit, he killed, he let him die? Yeah. But it was so stupid. It was just one of those, hey, you got any chewing gum? That's what I was like, is it one of those kind of lines to me? Uh-huh. You see that light? It's not heaven. I'm like, all right. It's a D train. Yeah, okay. I'm Daredevil D. <laughs> and he leaves the DD in yeah. gasoline who, who that kinda... no one noticed except Ben Yurick, the newspaper man. Yeah. There's 10 cops down there looking at everything, and they're like, how do you know it was the Daredevil? And he throws his cigarette on him. <laughs> It, it lights D, up D. in the perfect DD. Yeah. So first of all, first first of all, <laughs> so he carries gasoline with him. Yes, that's what I'm saying. He carries gasoline with him at all times. What kind of hero leaves a calling card? That's a villain thing. Yeah. Except for I guess Zorro. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, but uh, something about there is I barely count. Yeah. So he has enough time to just <laughs> right the gasoline and take perfect off. a perfect. Two Ds, exactly the same, in uh-huh. perfect distance and everything. Proportional to one another. Which I, I think would be hard to do blind. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. That's true. It's just me. Well, he'd have, he, dude, he'd have to get a stick and bang against the wall to get the sonar so he can see, like, oh, shit, I messed up on that lower part of the D. Right. Oh, shit, I gotta go somewhere else and start over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's gonna take forever. Yeah. <laughs> that, and, <laughs> what did you think of his costume? It looked ridiculous. More so than the TV show. The, remember the last episode? He finally gets the red costume. Yeah. On? Do you like the TV show costume better? Yeah. Okay. I think. Well, also because it didn't have eyes, eye holes. <laughs> I okay. guess in the in the TV show. In this one, he had eye holes. Obviously, because Ben Affleck isn't blind, uh-huh. he needs to see. So they need to make a mask that has fakeish eye holes that are supposed to make you. Th- I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It looked. It looked too cute. I think. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. One thing that bothered me was the music in this movie. Like every song was like a shitty Linkin Park Evanescence, Evanescence kind yeah, of song. Man. I was like, God, the early 2000s sucked in music. Like, <laughs> rock, like that kind of rock. You see, I liked that music at that time. But this, okay. I was very impressionable, I think. I bought into a lot of yeah. things. But now that you're older, yeah. it's not the same. Well, I, I still like some Evanescence and karaoke. Okay. <laughs> if a girl wants to do a duet, yeah, let's do this one. I think they did the soundtrack. I think like they did a la Prince and Batman. Like, Prince had the exclusive rights to do the Batman soundtrack. So every s- oh, song yeah? on the soundtrack is done by Prince. And I think Evanescence had that same kind of deal. Interesting. Where they're like, hey, we want to do Daredevil. And but, Fox was like, sure, whatever. But, <laughs> there's, there's a part later on in the movie where Electra is fighting those those bags suspended. Oh, in she's air. training with her sigh? Yeah. Her and, uh, and the song is playing, the wake, wake me up. up wake and, me yeah, up. And, I can't wake up. Right, exactly. And there's a line in the song is like, all of this time, I can't believe I couldn't see. Of course, they cut to Matt Murdock for that line. Yeah. I'm like, that's way too on the nose, guys. Yeah. Come on. You're not making a music video. You're not- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Speaking of Electro, she uh, <laughs> she comes into the picture. Yeah, she does. Just like the TV show, Matt Murdock can detect a pretty girl. Yeah. And it gets foggy, super jealous. Like, oh, man, I wish I had your power. Yeah. So th- th- in this movie, does Foggy know that he has enhanced power? Because remember they break in the guy's apartment? Yeah. Like Coolio or the prostitute's apartment? Right. He's like, write this down. Mom ate six. Yeah. And he's just touching the engraving of the wood. Oh, like, true. It's still fresh. And Foggy's like, okay, Matt. I-, I-, I guess, I mean, as far as I know, or as far as I think, <laughs> uh, people that are blind or deaf, they do get their other sense yeah, heightened a little bit. A little bit. Not to this superhero level. <laughs> So I, I think that there's maybe some of that that Foggy's just like, yeah, I I, I buy into his whole extra sensitive, mm-hmm. uh, especially the smell. And I would assume that's what the hot chicks are linked to, the smell yeah. of them. Uh, expensive perfume because they're that hot, they can afford that. What? That's, that, that's true. Okay. Electra in the comic books. Confused myself. They do ref- make a reference to Electra in the TV show. Do they? The, remember the flashback uh, to where they first met in college, Foggy and Matt? Yeah. And Foggy's learning Punjabi or Hindu to impress a girl. Oh, yeah. And Matt says, I learned Greek to impress a girl. Oh. He's references to Electra. Okay. Electra Nachios. Yes. Who in the comics is half Asian, half Greek. And they cast Jennifer Garner, a white girl. Right. And they gave her green, really bad green contacts. Okay. Those weren't her eyes? No. Okay. She has green eyes. I don't, yeah. Because I, 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 I like, I like Jennifer Garner. I think I find her attractive. Also, yeah. she's got big ears, which I am uh, partial to okay. uh, as a big ear member myself. But I don't remember her eyes ever being green. Yeah, I think it, they were just used for the movie. Okay, which I don't even think in the comic book she has green eyes. So that was just pointless. I don't know. <laughs> Matt, is, is that a Greek thing? Green eyes? Yeah, it could be an Asian thing. Because mm. in Big Trouble Little China, they're looking for the rare Asian girl with green eyes. Okay, I don't know. Sorry, Kurt Russell. Um, <laughs> he sees her and he goes over. He's like, oh, excuse me. Can you hand me the honey? And she's reading a book or something. She's not even looking like it's right yeah. there. And he goes, uh, can you guide me? And she goes, what are you? Yeah. yeah blind? blind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, sorry. This was way too cute of a scene. Yeah. This was like super charming and just like, oh, shucks. It's was, it was like, oh, I feel like that would her. She was super receptive, like right away. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're blind. Now you're hot all of a sudden. Yeah. It just it seemed like it was. I wish life was that good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Especially for Jennifer. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he tries to get her name, and she's like, oh, uh, what's your name? I didn't give it. Yeah. So he follows her to- I'm sorry. I never got your name. Yeah. I didn't give it to you. Yeah. Follows her to this park, and the next scene, it reminded me of the uh, <laughs> baseball scene in Twilight, where they use their superpowers to like do the activity. Like, there's a scene- Okay. You got the- Yeah. There's, so, <laughs> so they-, they Unrobe, or they they take uh, Ben Affleck takes his su- jacket off, and she takes her right, right. her uh, Levi jacket off, <laughs> and they start like k- kind of sparring. Yeah, and you find out Electra knows how to do some moves. This, this was an interesting enough scene. I yeah. mean, it, it was I, I found it a little weird to to see <laughs> to see Ben Affleck standing there in a suit, yeah, in this tie doing all these things. Yeah, and the whole time he's fucking blind. Yeah, what the hell's wrong with you, Electra? Yeah, you're fucking with a blind guy. Well, that should have set off flags all instantly. But and then I, people gather around like, oh, my God, she's fighting a blind guy. Let's <laughs> let's watch this. Well, do, they, do, they, do people watching know that he's blind? Well, he has a walking stick in his hand. I, won't, he got, I guess that's, yeah. And At some point, he got kicked to the red side. shades. That's just stylish, with man. With his shitty red hair. <laughs> that makes you blind? <laughs> shitty red hair? Shitty red hair, shitty red glasses, walking stick? <laughs> yeah, so they, they just start fighting. Like, But it's it's... 
this is like super aggressive for a first uh-huh. meeting encounter. And I get the sense that she's having some fun with it and he's having some fun with it, but it's still for like, that's really weird. Uh-huh. Like, uh, if you're, uh, if you're trying to court somebody, mm-hmm. a sparring is not something that's on top of my list as far as these are bonding activities. That's true. Within the first five minutes of meeting them. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, was, it, was, I guess it, it was meant to show us that she knows what she's doing and I guess we already know that he can do what he does. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's, in this movie, the, the romance felt very forced between them. Yeah. It didn't, didn't have enough time to grow and foster and to make me think like, oh, yeah, they actually care about each other. It's like, oh, we fought one time in Love the park. Love sight. Yeah. We fought in the park. We danced. Oh, she died. <laughs> I'm sad. You took the only two people I ever cared about <laughs> later on. <laughs> to, oh, God. So um, we finally get introduced to the kingpin in yeah. this movie. We find out that Electra's dad is some Greek businessman who's also in a crime syndicate with kingpin is, is he supposed to be the accountant from the tv show no the accountant from the tv show becomes a supervillain. well he dies in spoiler he dies in the show the accountant okay uh, his last name is owsley and in the comic books there's a villain named the owl owl owsley okay so some people think that the accountant's son if he has one could be uh, the okay. owl. so no no all right uh the greek guy is just Electra's dad and in the comic books, they're not the kingpin and him don't do business at all. Okay, but you know they got to yeah, yeah. write it for right. The they, sense of this they, story. they need a storyline here. Yeah, we finally see the kingpin, and it's Michael Clark Duncan, MCD. Yeah, man, rest in peace. <laughs> right, he did pass yeah, away. That's the shame. Yeah, I, I saw there was a guy. I was at a club cosplay uh, a few weeks back. And there was there was a big black dude that was dressed as Michael Clark Duncan, the Green Mile, the Green Mile. Yeah. yeah, I've seen that guy at Comic Con. Yeah, like wow, that is amazing. Uh huh. Did he have the Mister Jangles in his hand? Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. Yeah, outside of, outside of uh, San Diego, the comic book oh, yeah? convention, he had a, a fake uh, mouse in his hand. He goes, "This is Mister Jangle." Oh, okay. I go, "Oh, you're in character." <laughs> I always his voice. Both interpretations of the Kingpin have a weird voice. So in the TV show. It's Vincent D'Onofrio, like I, I am not an animal. And then in this one, it's like tell, tell Nachios that he's out of the syndicate. But isn't that kind of his? I guess that's not his regular voice. It's just close. I mean, it's not far off from Michael Clark Duncan's voice. Yeah, that's true. It's it's it's, it's himish being, I guess, villainier. Yeah. <laughs> and it, and some people are speculating that he is the kingpin. Like the newspaper, what? like uh, remember? They, oh yeah, they yeah. Meet at the party, and they're like, "Oh, we only our clients are innocent." So people already know that Wilson Fisk, yeah, is a dirty guy. Yeah, but I love how in the TV show you don't find out until right. much later on. Yeah, he's just a guy who's a businessman who's buying real estate in Hell's Kitchen. Right. Yeah, the, the t- TV show handled Fisk amazingly well. Yeah. Where I, I, I was especially like, his origin story. I admired that fool. I wanted the beef fist uh-huh. for, for, for a long time. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that was so well done on the TV show. This is, it's just a, it's a suit closet. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh-huh. I want a suit closet. All right. Yes, <laughs> and wear the same cufflinks every every day, right? With an omelet until you meet a girl that makes you change them. Yeah, <laughs> with a chive omelet, right? <laughs> Coolio's in this. Yes, Coolio's accused of killing a prostitute. Matt Murdock heard he comes home from a night of daredeviling it up. Yeah. And he hears a woman screaming like, ah, help. Yeah. But I guess he's already, I guess he was waking up from his like he's, he's about to go to sleep, or he's going to sleep. He's or about to go to sleep. He's like, ah, I think I'm done for the night. Which just goes to sleep by himself. Yeah. So Coolio is introduced as the guy who allegedly killed 
the prostitute. Right. And I'm sitting there like, Coolio's in this? Because I remember going back in my mind, I don't remember Coolio being in the movie I saw. And it turns out Coolio was added in the director's cut. Okay. Turns out the director's cut is supposed to be darker. And it was supposed to be an R rating. Uh, was, that, fu- was that a racist but, joke? But no, 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 no. <laughs> like darker in it tone. It got darker, so they got a black guy in no, there. No, no, no. Like in tone. Like, they, like this I'm movie's kidding. supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be similar to the TV show. Like Coolio's pretty black. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Coolio, what the hell has that guy been up to lately? He had one, two hit songs. Yeah. And like, what's he been up to? Daredevil, Dangerous Mind soundtrack. Oh, is that right? Just disappeared. Hmm. Yeah. In the gangsters paradise, the gangsters paradise. Yeah, that was his song. Okay, and then he had some song about the summer. Right, Amish paradise was the Weird Al. Weird Al, yeah, yeah. man. <laughs> so Coolio is uh goes to Matt Murdock and Foggy Nelson, and they bring him on as a client because he heard his heartbeat and he knows that he's telling the truth. Right, and he goes, "Okay, you're our client," and I'm like, "Really? Shouldn't you like defend everyone, Matt Murdock, not just like people yeah. who are lying to you?" Well, I mean, well, I, that's his whole shtick about he's a being good, blah, blah, blah. Because he's a goody two-shoes. Yeah. Kingpin wants uh, Nachios, Electra's dad, eliminated. Yeah. So he calls Bullseye. Yeah. Well, N- N- Nachios is trying to get out of the business. Oh, he's yeah. Like, that's right. right. This is he it. Says, We're done. me out. Yeah. And Kingpin's like, you don't just walk out of this. Yeah. Right. So he's like, all right. I, I, yeah, give me Bullseye. Cut to... Oh, my God. This... Is where it gets ridiculous. Yes. And so up the, to this point, I'm like, all right, I'm I'm like, I'm digging yeah, the field. Up to this point, I'm like, yeah, this is like the show. I'm liking this. I'm yeah. liking it. And then Bullseye is introduced. Oh my god! Now, since you don't read the Daredevil comics, Adam, Bullseye in the comic books is a fucking badass killer. Like he's okay. like people are scared of this guy because he can kill you with just a paperclip. Right. He's a master assassin who can grab anything—an eraser, headphones—and he can kill you with it. He in his his costume in the comic book, it's like a black spandex suit. And on the costume head, it's a bullseye. Okay. It's not a bullseye that's, like, cut into his forehead. All right. Like, in Glorious Bastards. It's not Charlie Manson style? No, 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 no. It's a black latex suit. Okay. Is he insane in the comic books? Uh, no. Okay. Because he is insane in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. He makes that noise. The crazy eyes. His eyes are all huge. It's like, ah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he's possessed. Like, ah, I'm the bullseye. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so irritating. He kills that old lady in the, on the airplane because he's talking too much. <laughs> he he flicks at the right angle the peanut. Yes, right down her throat. Right down her throat, and she's like, <clears throat> and then she <laughs> she passes out on his shoulder, and the sewer just is like, oh, how sweet. Yeah, and he's like, can I get some more peanuts, please? Yeah. <laughs> Meaning like he's going to shoot someone he's gonna else, kill everybody else in the, yeah. <laughs> the plane. Yeah, but the the first time you see Bullseye, it, it it's um, it's uh, this is a weird. It's I'll a dartboard. It's yeah. This is is right on the nose as far as how they introduce him. They, there's a dartboard, and he's like, "Boom, bullseye, bullseye." It's like fading out, and you see him drinking a beer, not even looking at the dartboard. And then uh, he gets he wins some money. The guy's like, "Hey, fuck you, let's do it again." And then um, like, "Yeah, you're stupid or whatever." And then he then he gets the paperclip and kills mm-hmm. him with the paperclip. And uh, like, all right. And he's like, "Hey," ah. that's when he's first he is he pulls off his, his the t- his hood, and his you got that crazy bullseye. And he's like, "Yeah," oh, rubbing it all crazy. Uh-huh. Like God, I hated him from the second. Yes, I, yes, yes. Good God. Ruined the movie. Uh huh. Totally ruined he, the movie. He really did. And then I I wasn't a fan of Electra in this movie when she was in full costume because she was in costume for five minutes and she gets taken out. Right. But we'll get to that. Bullseye yeah. comes in and <laughs> this guy's just this guy's a, a freak show, dude. He, he 
<laughs> like every seed with him, I'm like, what the hell is this guy's? Problem? I know he's so crazy. Ah, yeah. Was this, was this the director's <laughs> idea, or, or did Colin Farrell actually walk in there like, all right, I have an idea. Right. What yeah. if? <laughs> what if I rub my forehead with the bullseye? Yeah. I want to play it crazy, <laughs> not not sinister, mm-hmm. insane. I wanted to go totally way off the beaten path. The director's probably like, sure, dude, whatever. <laughs> it's not gonna move anywhere. Just you got a couple scenes. Nobody will notice. Yeah. <laughs> Turns you, out that's all we noticed. <laughs> you know who I really liked in this movie, Adam? I loved Favre, his little one-liners. Yeah. Like uh, when they go to the prostitute's apartment, they pick the lock. Uh, Matt Murdock picks the lock. And uh, Favre goes, oh, I must have been sick the, the day they taught that in law school. Was that, yeah. was that a real estate law? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, first of all, also, why are they investigating? They're lawyers. They they can't they can't investigate like detectives, but uh, usually for their for their clients, they just you know they'll also look into evidence and other stuff. Yeah, but like but straight th- up, but they can't pick a yeah, lock and go no, no, to no. a crime scene. They're looking for they're looking for evidence. Yeah. They, I mean, it's one thing to do research and and stuff and and call people and get interviews, but mm-hmm. to go to somebody's house, break in, and that's like that's way above the Call of Duty. Yeah. What are they? What are they? They're not trying to solve. They're trying to solve the crimes. What they're doing? Yeah. They're not trying to prove their client innocent. They're trying to solve the crime. Yeah. That's not their job. Yeah. Right. One's a vigilante, which is illegal, right there. Right. <laughs> they get an invite to a gala of some kind that Electra's dad. I guess he owns the yeah the building. The, uh, not Nachos is a building hotel, whatever. Yeah. So he meets Electra there, and they dance, and Kingpin shows up. And that's when he gives him the rose, and he goes, yeah. it was nice seeing you, Nachios. Right. Look at your daughter, how precious she is. Yeah. He, as soon as he's, he's like, trying to quit, mm-hmm. uh, he's already saying, like, yeah, so your daughter, huh? You want to quit? How about your daughter? I'm like, oh, okay, there's a threat. That's like, <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, so Nachios is like, all right, this is real. He just got the rose. He knows he's, he knows it's over. Like, all right, everybody get out. <laughs> you go home. I'm leaving. Uh-huh. They get in the car. The daughter follows him out to the car, even though she said, get away from me. Yeah. I, I feel like he should have been more forceful about, no, no, no. They're coming after me right now in full yes. force. Yeah. You can't be here. Yeah. But uh, I guess he doesn't love his daughter. Blind guy. Protector. <laughs> guy I just met for the first time. Protector. Uh, 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 uh. Bullseye rolls in, and he he's riding a motorcycle, and he gets on the top of the seat and the motorcycle's still moving in a perfect straight line and he's just Bleh. yeah <laughs> that's what I pick every time I see him do anything he's just, uh-huh. <laughs> just fucking foaming at the mouth yeah god and he has little blades in his belt buckle and he starts throwing them at the at the limo yeah hits the hits the driver and the passenger car flips over and uh the dad walks out and Daredevil shows up and they start fighting and pretty much he gets Daredevil's baton. Well, first, very important first. Oh, yeah. He, 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 well, first of all, he throws six stars at this moving car, mm-hmm. uh, which we find out seconds later, he never misses. Yes. So then why not just two stars? <laughs> one for the driver, one for the passenger. <laughs> but all right. Maybe he thought he might miss for some reason. Because <laughs> then seconds later, he tries to throw a star at Daredevil, and Daredevil dodges it. And he's like, ah, oh, oh, I never I miss. miss. You made me miss. Ah, he's, yeah. ah. He's freaking out about it. Uh, oh, and Daredevil <laughs> kicks him off of the bike. 
in a really shitty CGI. Like the animation they use for him to do that backflip yeah. to get him off. It looked like a, a PlayStation 1 game. Maybe <laughs> not that bad. More like a PlayStation 2 game. Okay. Like the, the CGI back then was really, really bad. Yeah. So so there's a whole... <sighs> it's just... All right. Well, when he kicks him off, he grabs his baton. There's so many... Okay. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Hold on. We'll get it. <laughs> grabs his baton. And then he throws it at Daredevil. No, he th- he's going to throw it to the dad to kill him. So as Elektra's coming out, she sees the dad get hit in the chest. And Daredevil couldn't grab it because there was an explosion. So it threw his sonar off. So he saw multiple versions of his stick. So he couldn't grab the right one. Right. Boom. Gets the dad in the chest. Elektra sees just Daredevil. So she thinks that Daredevil killed her dad. Right. And she pulls out a gun and just bam, 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 bam. Yeah. What was your problem with this scene, Adam? Uh, well, the, the the major problem, well, for the the whole standing on top of the motorcycle, that was yeah. that was so dumb. But the the when he threw the cane, the way that it like went into his chest and how deep it went into his chest, it's like it was like a spear going into his chest. Yeah, but the, there's not a point. No, this is, this is, <laughs> it's like throwing, it's like getting the back of a maglite and trying to stab somebody with it. <laughs> it's, it's that you can't you can't do that. Uh huh. And then, and then, in the next time you see next, uh, next time, next time you see Bullseye, uh-huh. he's, he's with the, he's with the Kingpin, and uh, he he flicks a pencil. He throws a pencil at at his olive that, that to kill a fly. Yeah, no, no. This, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. sorry. Yeah, there's like the uh, Kingpin's like talking shit, like uh, like pride is pride will kill you, or, right. or Something like that. And then, and then uh, Bullseye takes a pencil and throws it at an olive that's on the end of a toothpick on the Kingpin's thing that he's making in his dirty martini. Which, by the way, he already had dirty martini made in the shaker <laughs> in the closet. Okay, but that's that's I'm getting too picky though. But the the the, the pencil goes in barely enough. Like the lead is the only part that goes into the olive. Uh huh. Okay, and it's stuck. Fine. But then the the the, the walking stick goes through the chest, like halfway into his chest. Uh huh. The what strength and the speed. The the pencil would have not stuck to the olive. It would have fallen off. Uh-huh. The pain would, could not have gone that far deep into his chest. Yeah. That's stupid. Everything <laughs> about him. And what sucks is you've never read the comics. I know. So you have no clue how badass the comic book version no, of No, I just is. think he's an idiot. Yeah, I think Bullseye's an idiot now. Bullseye's referenced in the TV show. Is he? Yeah. Do you remember the when Kingpin hired that guy to shoot at the cops from the roof? There's a guy dressed like in SWAT gear, and he's on the roof, and yeah. he shoots all the cops. Yeah. He, in his bag, he has an ace of spades. That's, oh. That's a bullseye like calling card. Oh, okay. So he might be bullseye in the next season. I see. Which they already said Electro is going to be introduced in the next season. Oh, nice. Yeah. So bullseye is probably coming. He'll probably be the main bad guy of the second season. Good. So she thinks that Daredevil killed her dad. Right. But she doesn't know that it was bullseye. Oh, we, we missed another scene. The, this was uh, before... I think during the first uh, like the date of theirs type of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I th- oh, this was I th- oh shit! I don't remember what it was. The point was it was raining. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, and that, you can see in the rain. Yes, he that was that was that was an like. epic scene yeah. because it it shows like all right. He tells Jennifer Gardner it's about to rain in like five minutes. Like what? I don't see any rain. Like, yeah, trust me, it's smelling the sulfur, blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> sulfur. Uh-huh. And, and then so. When the raindrops, he explains when the raindrops hits the surface for the first time, it makes a sound that I can hear, and it, it's like a radar type of thing. It's mm. the only way that I can really see. So it starts raining. You see Jennifer Gardner with the rain, the special effects stuff. The sonar. So awesome. Of her. That was 
uh, I don't say the best scene in the movie, but it was pretty up there. Yeah, that was a cool. That was a cool scene. I yeah. did forget about that because that comes. Uh, that's important later on. Yes, because that's how he defeats the kingpin. Right. Which more <laughs> okay. problems? But yeah. We'll get to that. Uh, so <laughs> Kevin Smith is in this movie. Yes, <laughs> he works in the coroner's office or something. Yeah, he's the one examining the the cane, the walking stick. Yes, and Kevin Smith wrote Daredevil. He wrote uh, a six issue run called uh, The Guardian Devil. Huh. Which I have. I'll let you borrow it. It's All pretty right. cool. Um. So he's Kevin Smithing it up. <laughs> I, remember, I, I didn't find it very irritating. This movie. Yeah, I remember watching this and I'm like, oh yeah, Kevin Smith was in this. Yeah, it just seemed weird. Like, oh that guy. Huh. Yeah. Because Ben Yurick, the newspaper reporter, the whole time he's slowly gathering evidence like, hmm, a walking stick. Who's blind who would use a walking stick? Who could be a hero? Hmm. So he's so throughout the movie, he's slowly putting things together. Yeah, who well, Daredevil could be. But it's weird that uh, during the during the gala that he sees Murdoch's walking stick uh-huh. and he's like, oh, interesting colors. Like, like, like that's a clue. Like, yes. he's like, oh, I found something. Yeah. But it's like, it, it, it shouldn't mean anything to him at that point yet. Yeah. He's just like, huh, interesting coat. Like, it was very, like, wary for no reason type yeah. of response to seeing the cane. And also, hey, your hair's red. <laughs> and that guy wears a red suit. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Let me write this down in my notebook. <laughs> then we're treated to another fucking Evanescence song, the Hurt Training Montage. <laughs> All of this, you know, in the dark, right. and she's hitting sandbags with her with sigh, sigh, yeah. sigh, size, sigh, oh, plural. The might, two I think sigh is plural and singular. Okay, the sigh she's using, and the last thing she hits is the out is the picture of a red face with horns. Yeah, Daredevil. By the way, this is a very expensive and inefficient and messy way to be training. Yes, <laughs> if you're going to be setting up these bags of salt or flour in her penthouse, yeah. So, <laughs> ma- ma- madam, what are you doing with all these sandbags? Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, you know how we're doing that play? Well, I want right. to I want to learn how to activate the curtain because you know how they use sandbags yeah, for the yeah. curtains. So oh, it, okay. it took it took it probably takes about thirty minutes to set up the sandbags. Uh-huh. Uh, five minutes to knock them all down. Seconds to yeah, to yeah. actually do stuff. And then thirty minutes to clean it all up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all you right. know she has some maid in there, uh, uh, just yeah. breaking her back, sweeping all that shit up. <laughs> Madam, why do you have a red face on that bag? Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't know why that accent came from. <laughs> she is Greek. Sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> Bullseye. That's when we get to the thing where, where he sees the kingpin and he goes, uh, now I want you to kill Electra next. Right. And he has a line that says, I want a costume. Yeah. Der- yeah. Bullseye. Bullseye. I want a fucking costume is what he says. Yeah. And he still doesn't get one. That would when I saw that I'm like oh he's gonna get the black spandex okay. with the bullseye on the forehead no he's no. wearing the same trench coat and yeah. mm-hmm. a wife beater underneath I did I did like his outfit his, okay. his, his trench coat did that whole get up thing uh-huh. I thought it was pretty cool looking okay it's set off, wildly offset by his personality but <laughs> as far as looks go I liked it okay they meet on the roof and uh, they're they're uh, they're Daredevil and Electra fight. She stabs him with a sigh in the collarbone or somewhere in that area. Yeah, upper, left or chest. Somewhere. Thing. Yeah, it's a very gushy part. Yeah. <laughs> takes him takes him out, and then he, she takes the mask off. She goes, I want to see my opponent's face before I kill him. She yeah. says, Matt Murdock. She goes, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wild change of emotion. You're assuming that this guy killed your father. Right. And you 
and this is the man you danced once with, right? You had one kiss with, right? And you spent maybe a total of ten minutes with. Uh, th- don't forget they sparred in the park, also. Yeah, Hollywood. plus the sparring. <laughs> Very Adam. important. They've known each other for a total of ten minutes, and right. instantly she's like, "Oh my god, the love of my life! I'm so sorry. Right. I forgive you for killing my dad." Right, we allegedly. He, he, yeah, see, does she forgive him, or does she like? Oh, it couldn't have been him. It must have been somebody else. Yeah. It's like what, what's the what's the what's the mind frame there? Yeah. Okay. Bullseye okay, shows I, up again. This, this is all happening too fast. Yeah. Force romance, unbelievable. Completely Force romance. Unbelievable. They fight uh, Electra and Bullseye. He stabs her with the sigh. This is exactly how she dies in the comics in Daredevil number one eighty one. Okay. Take that, Greg. What's that guy's name on Girl on Geek? Uh, Jeremy. Yeah, take that, <laughs> take that, buddy. I knew that shit. So, Daredevil one eighty one. It's a, it's the exact same image. The sigh through the stomach. Okay. Except in the comics, uh, they're fighting on the roof. Daredevil's there. She crawls all the way to Matt Murdock's apartment, and she dies in his arms. Oh wow! Whereas opposed to this one, that's a wildly dramatic. Yeah, that because that was the Frank Miller era of Daredevil. Okay. Frank Miller, the guy who wrote three hundred. The guy who did the Dark Knight, Sin City, returns Sin City. Mm-hmm. He he does he his run on Daredevil is one of the best. Okay, so that's uh. So. I, I found it a little weird too that when when Electro got stabbed, the side didn't go through the back of her vest. Yeah, it just created like a little tent. I'm like, oh, so that's not a very sharp side. <laughs> maybe maybe it's <laughs> as sharp as the the walking stick. There it is. <laughs> oh boy, Jesus! So she gets taken out, and it's like okay. That was she was in here for ten minutes. Yeah, and she's on the fucking poster. They're selling her like she's like the second bill. Well, it's it, it's it's that whole thing. Oh shit! What movie did just happen? Oh, the uh, Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. Like Sigourney Weaver got big, like big billing for that at some point, didn't she? Because at the time she was like a big star, but she was in the movie for like three seconds in Cabin in the Woods. But mm-hmm. because it was Sigourney Weaver, oh, big star name. Yeah. So she she got billing on yeah. that. Like she shouldn't be on the poster, or, or her name shouldn't be associated with it. But it is. Yeah. Similar. Have you seen Snowpiercer? No. Oh, Ed Harris gets the top. He gets like he, you find out he's the guy at the head of the train. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> fucking Der- uh, Electra dies, and he's sad. And then he goes into the church, and then it cuts back to real time. We're now longer. We're now in real well, time. Well, hold, hold first of all, the Daredevil and Bullseye are both on the roof. Helicopters mm-hmm. are now circling. Yeah. And the lights sh- shining on them. Yet they both manage to escape somehow. Yeah. I feel like once you got a helicopter on you, that's it's curtains. I don't think Hell's Kitchen PD is pretty good, dude. Okay. I guess, I guess they're letting true. superheroes running around, right. fucking killing people. <laughs> right. With they can't stakes. even notice that a, a D and a D are putting gasoline on, a, yeah. on the floor. Right. You okay. think they're going to capture a, a true. acrobat and a bullseye guy? All right. <laughs> That's when he goes into the church. Bullseye goes in the church, and he's throwing his little what? Are, what? What? what are those? Like ninja stars. Type ninja of stars, and bullseye keeps uh, missing, and he's freaking out. Yeah. And he starts throwing more yeah! bullseyes. He's like, oh, I never miss. <laughs> <laughs> and he breaks he breaks the almost like a video game where the boss where the boss advances to the next stage yeah. <laughs> where he like breaks shit and he uses the glasses right. to, as a weapon. Yes. And Daredevil still dodging the, right. the the things. And Daredevil tells him, You killed the or d- does he tell it to Kingpin? You killed the two people I cared about the most? Yeah. I think it's Kingpin. Yeah, yeah, it was Kingpin. Yeah. So Daredevil uh Bullseye goes, Fisk was right about you. So he's revealing everything, all the fucking shit you need right. to know. Hey, before you die, I'm going to tell you who the kingpin actually is. Well, f- first, also, there, there's a there's a scene where and about we kill a devil. How do you kill a guy that has no fear? And you then put fear in him. Bullseye's all like excited about it, whenever. Mm-hmm. And then while they're fighting, they're fighting on these giant uh, piano 
Oh, the organ pipes? Organ pipe things. Why the fuck were bats behind that pipe? I don't know. The fucking pipe bends down and all the, all these bats come flying. Uh, but but then it's like, it's a weird thing that it, the, when it makes that big sound, Daredevil's like, ah, oh, my ears. And and Bulls is like, oh, I found out what the devil's afraid of. Sound. Or it's like, he's not afraid of sound. He just can't, he can't take it. <laughs> he's not scared of sound. It's just, it, it fucks up his ears. Yeah. That's it. Oh, I found what you're afraid of. Oh. You really didn't like Bullseye. I really didn't. Nothing about him. Good God. Oh, he could be. Oh, he. we might have a new category. Least like character for the spoilers. Oh, all right. Bullseye might be the, the front runner. Fantastic. For you, anyway. Yes, absolutely. So far. So he goes, Bullseye yep. goes full. Yeah, he spills the beans. Bond villain. Yeah, exactly. Before I kill you. Right. <laughs> I'm going to tell you who the kingpin is. Ha, ha, ha. Daredevil fucking throws him off. <laughs> he throws him out of the building and he lands on a on a cop car. Which happens in the comic book. Well, first thing he turns into Jesus. Yeah. So, so Sniper turns him into Jesus. Cause they, he, he's, he's, oh, that's right. <laughs> they took his hands out. Yeah, I forgot. It's a bullet in the chamber the, from a mile clock, away. The, it clicks. Right. So he he moved it so that he shoots Daredevil in the hands. No, Bullseye. He shoots Bullseye. Yeah, in Bullseye the in the hands. Yeah. So he's got two holes in his hands. Like, Yo, you took my hands. Have mercy. He becomes a pussy <laughs> <Yeah>. instantly. <laughs> <laughs> that's when he throws him out of the roof yeah off of the out of the building and in the comic books that's what actually happens when Electra dies the next issue Daredevil 182 okay he hunts Bullseye down and he throws him off the roof of a building and Bull, uh, Bullseye becomes paralyzed oh nice so what oh, they do happen here mm-hmm. yeah what they, but in in the comic book series what happens is they grade his spine with adamantium that's oh. how Bullseye is able to like walk again and stuff oh beautiful yeah okay so he goes to Fisk Towers or whatever, wherever Wilson Fisk is. Yeah. And they go for the showdown. It could have been better. It, I, it I actually like the TV show fight better. Yeah. Than this one. Oh, yeah. For sure. Everything about the TV show is better, except for, except for the sonar thing. Except for the sonar yeah. ability. Yeah. Uh, all right. So they're battling it out. What's your problem with this? Case. You mentioned the water. Yes. What the? What kind of? His his office is is there's water going up and down around the, uh, like at least up and down three times. Oh, there's water the pipes <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. It's like In what, a commercial building. Is is that just like decoration? What what what's the, what 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 purpose does it serve to have just pipes of water all along the walls? Just it's chilling. Also on the floor. If you if you want if you want to give the look of just those those stripes with the LED lights, fine. But water. Nobody, nobody's going to be like, oh, is that water or is that not water? Or is it gel or is it... It's running. It's running water. It's yeah. not just like a tank. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not just a fish tank type of thing where you fill the water and leave it there. Uh-huh. No, this is water circulating. Because he eventually finds out, oh, if I break this tube, water's going to squirt out. Mm-hmm. That only happens if it was running water, like to the faucet. Yeah. If it was just sitting there motionless, they wouldn't be doing that. Mm. What is the purpose of that? Who kind of office? Who? And what? I can't. There's, there's there's no there's no reason for it except for to make this scene happen. Yeah, that's the only reason for it. Yeah, to introduce the to reintroduce the water, uh, sonar thing. I don't I don't know why he needs it all of a sudden. He's been fighting fine this entire time, yeah. but then he goes against Kingpin. Oh, I need water to find him. <laughs> Everyone else fine. He can fight anybody else in in the pool hall. There's no sprinklers going. Mm-hmm. And his assistant, uh, what was his name? Wesley. Wesley. Yeah. He tells him, uh, "Wesley, I grew up in the Bronx. I know how to take care of business." Because like they heard the the he heard Daredevil yeah. was coming. He's coming. How about the bodyguards? Send them home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Very confident. Yeah. Very confident. The thing about the kingpin in the comics is he's usually portrayed as like a huge guy, like weight wise. Yeah. But he's not fat. 
He just okay. has a lot of muscle on him. He just looks really big. Right. That's why people don't think that Kingpin is that powerful, but he's actually really strong. Okay. Well, I I, I would buy that. That's the one I think that's the difference too. As far as strength goes, the Kingpin from the movie, I I, I would believe can fight more than the Kingpin from the TV show. Okay. Yeah. Because he's he's more of just like a soprano fat. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas Michael Clark Duncan is like ripped. Yeah. That's like like a. Oh no. That guy from the UFC, this is Bob Sapp. Oh yeah, he's he's like a, he looks like a fat dude. But he's just huge and like one giant muscle. Mm-hmm. All right, he hits him in the knees and that takes him out. He breaks his legs. Oh, he breaks his legs. He's I like, thought he, he just hit him in the kneecap. Well, he, he kicks him from the wrong direction, so he like kicks it oh, inwards. Oh yeah, that's right. And then so that's that was that was brutal. But then he, they, all right, uh, <laughs> he he doesn't kill him or like he's like you expected. All right, this is this is where it happens. Redemption's coming. He's gonna kill Kingpin. You killed my father. Right. You had Electric killed. Right. I'm going to kill you. Uh, no. I killed that one guy on the train tracks. Right. Exactly. He can kill a random guy. <laughs> he can kill Bullseye. Throw him off of a building. He's, that's fine. But no, no. The guy Not that deserves the it the most. Guy. The guy that I have the most vengeance for, I'll spare him. What? <laughs> oh, we forgot to mention, uh, Matt figures out that the rose that was left on his dad's body was also the rose... Oh right, uh, that Kingpin has. Yeah, yeah. So he—that's when he figures out that he killed his dad. Right, because Bullseye tells him he likes to—he does the rose thing. That's his thing. It's a yeah. signature mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, horrible villain in the in the Bond villain right dialogue part. So yeah. the cops come, and then uh, <laughs> Daredevil goes, "Justice is served. Yeah. <laughs> you have failed this city." No, that's Arrow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. And then uh, uh, he. Uh, Coolio's found uh, he's not guilty. Yeah, because the cop who testified against him, he found out he had a pacemaker. We forgot to touch on that. Yeah, that wasn't really that important. Not important. He, well, it's not really important because what I found out was the Coolio stuff was not included in the original cut. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So that, that all that that scene. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So so Coolio's storyline is, is the director's cut. Yes. Okay. What we saw. Got it. But in the theatrical version, it is not. Right. All right, so then it goes on, and uh, it's like, all right, life seems to be moving forward. And uh, I think at Matt's apartment or something, he, he no, he's on the roof. He's on the, oh, he's on the roof. Okay, he finds Electra's little necklace thing in Braille. Yeah, which uh, was it in Braille the whole time? Yeah, because he touched it and he goes, "Oh, it's almost like Braille. I can read it." Oh, okay, so then it's left there. So you're like, "What is Electra alive?" Right. Which she comes back in the comics later on. Yeah. Okay. And, and then she stars in a shitty movie. Right. But how I don't know how she could be alive, or if she if she got gut checked with a sigh. Well, that also because it shows the cops coming up on her body. Yeah. So like they discovered her there. Yeah. So if she's alive, it's it should be public knowledge. Yeah. If she's dead, it should be public knowledge. I forgot how she survives in the Electra movie. They explain how she lives. At a pacemaker. I think it's the ninja clan <laughs> that she's associated with brings her back to life. The hand. Oh, is that right? Yeah. It goes I, in, it goes I into think. the uh, the Lazarus pit. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. That's DC, though. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Ro- that's Raza Ghoul. Yeah. And then the movie ends. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, well, not before you find out that the, the reporter guy. Oh, Ben Yurick. Oh, yeah. yeah. Completely forgot about that. Ben yeah. Yurick figured out that it's Matt Murdock. Right. Is Daredevil. Because, and he's gonna, thanks he's, to Kevin Smith. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to run the piece. Right. The expose. Oh, the devil's this guy. And then he just deletes it. Going, right. You know what? I think it's better if nobody knows who he is. Right. Then he, then he steps outside and there's Daredevil waiting for him. Like, thank you. And he goes, "Go get him, Maddie." Yeah, and he just <laughs> runs off. So stupid. 
That's Joey Pants, dude. Joe, yeah. Joe Pantleone. I love that guy. Yeah, Joey uh, Pants. He, he's good. In, in most of, he wasn't that funny in this movie. No. But usually he's very funny. Because he was only in it for like yeah. less than 10 minutes. Right. He was in The Sopranos. Like He's been in everything. U.S. Marshal. The uh, Fugitive. The Fugitive. Yeah. yeah. That's real cute. You just broke my fucking glasses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So would you recommend this movie to anyone, Adam? Uh, I don't think so. No? No. No, no, no. If if you want to see a good a, a good movie with Colin Farrell, uh, Bullseye, I would I would do uh, uh Seven Psychopaths. Okay, decent movie, a superhero movie. Uh, pretty much any other one. And you like the Recruit? With Recruit, Colin yes. I I recall if it's the one I'm thinking about, where uh, Pacino's like grilling him and trying to make him turn on somebody else. I think that yeah, any, but yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Well, but he ruined this movie though. Yeah, he did. It's a damn shame. Well. In my notes, I forgot to mention this. That first half hour were awesome because it was like the TV show. It was dark yeah. with that bar fight. And then they introduced Electra and Kingpin and Bullseye and all like they just jammed all the stuff in and then right. the silliness of Bullseye just threw everything off. If if you were taking Bullseye out and let things progress in a, in a different way, give give Electra and Matt Murdock a time mm-hmm. more time to show about something, then mm-hmm. uh, maybe better. Okay. Well, that's our opinion on the movie. Yeah. We have lots of them, but we don't have any credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Start with the bad. Okay. Ed Park of The Village Voice says, The numerous fight scenes have been filmed in Confusorama, a headache-inducing technique that mixes a dozen too many cuts per minute, projectile POV, and intermittent glimpses of the hero's sonar sensorium. Oh, okay, I agree with that except for the whole sonar thing. Yeah. I feel like there could have been more than that. Mm-hmm. That would have been cool. Mike Clark of USA Today says, there will be plenty of ragging to go around once audiences get a dose of the dullest live-action comic strip on record, one that lacks even an interesting villain. <laughs> Tom Long of the Detroit News says, Completely devoid of subtlety or sense, the film is a series of bad scenes connected by empty characters, most of whom seem like leftovers from scripts abandoned long ago. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Good reviews. Richard Roper of Eber and Roper said Daredevil has electric energy, a wickedly dark sense of humor, some ingenious fight scenes, and that high-powered cast. All right. That's that's going too far now. The other guys were being a little, maybe a little too bad. Yeah. This, this guy's gone over the top. Best movie ever. Where do you hear this one? Mark Ranner of Seattle Times says Marvel's on a roll. <laughs> what, what was before this? This is like the Spider-Man, second... X-Men, Blade. Oh, is that right? That yeah. many? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's downhill rolls. What it is? <laughs> and the last good review I'm going to put on this episode: Roger Ebert Ooh. of the Chicago Sun Times says this movie's actually pretty good. That's his whole. <laughs> that's all I could get on Rotten Tomatoes. Beautiful. <laughs> Speaking of Rotten Tomatoes, it's part of the show where I make Adam guess the score of this movie on Rotten Tomatoes. For those of you unfamiliar oh, with yes. the scoring system on Rotten Tomatoes, it goes like this: It is a weighed average between critics and audience and it's averaged out to a score of zero to 100 zero to 59 is rotten 60 to 84 is fresh 85 and up is certified fresh so do you want to guess the audience or the critics uh the audience i would guess is 44 36 percent okay close cool cool the tomato meter the all right uh has to be so much worse uh, 29. 45. Oh. So, audience, the critics liked it more than the audience. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, trivia. This is a part of the show where I just 
throw out a little bit of trivia you may or may not know. Ben Affleck was virtually blind as he had to wear heavy-duty contact lenses, which blocked out all of his vision. <laughs> That's why his eyes were gr- uh, gray. That's all right. Yeah. Michael Clark Duncan was... So then why play it so blind then? He could have just done whatever. Yeah. yeah. Instead, oh, the staring off, it hurts me because I'm blind. I don't, maybe he's going method, dude. Yeah. Michael Clark Duncan was often put on lifts or boxes to make him tower over everyone else, particularly in his scenes with Ben Affleck, who stands at six feet, four inches. Ben Affleck is 6'4"? Holy. Okay, yeah. I was about to say, you don't need to make him that, that tall, but I guess according to that. Christ. Because in the comics, Kingpin, like, tow- the comic book character, King, he towers over everybody. Yeah. When Daredevil's cane is being examined in the morgue by Kevin Smith, <laughs> it's a digital creation as the real prop is delivered to set in the wrong color. All right. <laughs> they couldn't just shoot the scene later? Is it that hard to, to get an office and Kevin Smith in a room? <laughs> I don't know. Well, to <laughs> According to Gary Foster, Avi Arad, and Mark Steven Johnson, the director's cut DVD of this feature was, in fact, the original, the originally intended theatrical release until the very last minute when they decided to make changes necessary to please 20th Century Fox to get the film a PG-13 rating. So this movie was oh. on the border of an R PG-13, the one we saw. So the one we saw was R-rated. Close to R-rated. It's like okay. on the border. They had to cut a few things to make it PG-13. Huh. Last one. The lines spoken by Bullseye when he kills Elektra are taken verbatim from the original comic book. What was that? Now for my next trick. Remember, he, he has the oh. ace of spades and he stabs her. Oh, yeah. yeah. That stupid shit. Mm. Stats. We want to put this film into perspective with other more successful films that were released this year so we can get a feel of how well financially held up to his peers. This movie costs $78 million. Would you like to guess how much... It grossed worldwide. Uh, 78. I would guess 178. 179.1 million. Wow. In the U.S., it grossed 102.5. Overseas, it grossed 76.6. Nice. This film debuted in first place on the weekend of February 14th, Valentine's Day weekend, 2003, with 40.3 million. This is a Valentine's Day movie? The number two... (laughs) That weekend was How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, and number three was Chicago. So, so a Valentine's Day weekend movie had such a forced bullshit romance in it. Yes. That is outrageous. Uh-huh. According to Box Office Mojo, all right, this is the 48th highest uh-huh. grossing superhero film of all time. Oh, okay. The Avengers is number one. This was the 27th highest grossing film of 2003. Number one was The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Nice. Well-deserved. Yes. All right. So, Adam, this movie is available on Amazon. Yes, it is. And iTunes. Right. If you're going to watch it on Amazon, yeah. If you're going to watch it on Amazon or iTunes, make sure you go to our website first. Click on the link. It'll take you to Amazon or iTunes. From there, shop regularly. doesn't cost you anything extra, but it helps support the show. Yep. If you have any questions uh, or comments or any movies you want us to review, like this one from Seasalt. Yes. Send us an email to spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter at ratpackpodcast. Go to facebook.com slash spoilers for our show. Spoilers podcast. Spoilers podcast. And, and ratpack podcast. Ratpack podcast for the network's uh, Facebook. Yeah. Leave us some comments. Tell us what you thought of Daredevil. Tell us what your favorite Daredevil comic is, moment, anything related to Daredevil or comic books in general. Give us some feedback. 
next week we're doing another I wouldn't say it's a superhero film. It's a it's a film based on a, a serialized character. Oh, is that, is that, was, was it's a comic, comic strip character. Oh, okay. he was this character was a, a cartoon? radio they played his stories on the radio. Huh. Then they played then they had a comic comic strip version of him in the funnies, the newspaper. Oh, we we're talking no. about 1994's The Shadow starring Alec Baldwin. Alrighty. AKA Jack Donaghy. Jack Donaghy, man. Jack Donaghy is a superhero. Yes. I I'm, I'm a superhero. <laughs> oh, you can't see me shaking my head up vigorously like oh, Jack Donaghy. Like Jack Donaghy. Yeah. Lemon. <laughs> Did you want to go lemon? Lemon. Lemon. So that's the show. Check us out on all those social media sites. Send us an email if you have any questions. Leave, leave us a review on iTunes. It helps others find the show. Yep. And we'll make you a deal. If you leave us a review on iTunes, we'll watch whatever movie you want. It'll get bumped to the top of the list. Yes. Tune in next week. Uh, tune in because we're a radio station now. Uh, right. Check out next week's episode. Don't change the dial. Yeah. Will. With, with the shadow. Uh, this is Hollywood. Set it up. And I'm Adam. Yeah. Waka waka. Yeah.